so bright out here. Wait one sec. Let me turn it down a little. Yeah. People can't know that we're that bright over yeah. here. That we're that, that shining, that hiding. Okay, so. <laughs> yeah. I feel like I'm in an interview, bro. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so what are my strengths and weaknesses? What's your SWOT analysis on yourself? I, I don't even know. Okay, so. Next question. Hello, everyone. I doubt it's anyone watching. Probably Asia, maybe. <laughs> my two fans, Asia and Azima. Hello to you guys. So, this is the beginning of my podcast. I'm. I think I'm sticking with conversations with Amara, I'm not sure, but I'm just going to stick with it for now. And today's guest is, if anyone expected anybody else, I'm sorry, but it's Abon Patel. It's me! We clapped to ourselves. Because we need an audience to clap. Editor, cut that out. Editor, cut that out. Cut that out. We need to get that fake applauding thing in the background. You don't like those sitcoms? I think I'll just start off by saying why I started a podcast. It sounds like I'm in an interview, but I think that's why people get more most curious about because yeah. there's like a thousand other podcasts like why did I start one out of all people like a little brown girl wearing a burkey starting a podcast like, but in all, in all honesty yeah, in all honesty it's just because I just realized I was like okay well like you know as the years go by you like kind of mature and shit and you, you don't really document your life yeah like I don't yeah. care if like if two people watch this or a hundred people it's whatever, for you it's for me yeah. right like you're gonna keep it's it it's not for other people are you filling the blanks like I have multiple choice quiz <laughs> No, I'm just trying to explain. Oh, no, like I'm trying to understand. Yeah, yeah. So then, yeah, that's just my reasoning for it. I was just like, you know, it's, it's because even when I was in high school, I say because for those who aren't our friends, which is shocking, it would really be shocking. But it's been three years since me and Abang got out of high school. We're both in university. Three, it's been four, bro. Are you on crack? No, four years. I didn't finish. It's been three. But it isn't technically four because this is our fourth year. <laughs> Because we started this in September. This is why you had to take advantage. <laughs> this Shut up. The, I swear no, it's been three. Okay, fine, we'll stick to three. We'll stick it's to been three. three years for us. And when when I was in high school, okay, no. Seriously, when I was in high school, I thought I knew a lot. I don't know why, but I thought I knew a lot. I never thought I knew a lot. No, I thought I knew a lot. I thought I was like, you know what? I know. Changed. I know what I'm doing. Not the, it doesn't matter. I know I'm going to go somewhere, blah, blah, blah. And then after when I came out of high school, and like in my second year, I just slowly start to realize i was like you know what there's just so much shit that like when you're younger you think you like kind of set your like mind on that you're like okay this is the way i'm thinking this is how i think this is the way i'm going yeah and then yeah. you just start seeing your mentality shift like no matter like like who you are where you are like you see your mentality shift you see what you start to value and focus on more right so i was like okay if I want to like capture if I notice that difference like with no video and audio recording or anything if I notice yeah. that big difference just in like just from me witnessing myself I was like how much of a difference do I not notice like day by day day by day day by day okay <laughs> uh, therapeutic lessons uh, no but day by day and like or like week by week and like how mentality yeah. shifts or like well, how the world changes and stuff that's why mainly I want to do this because I was like so you're basically documenting your life yeah and, yeah. It, and honestly if anyone else watches this out there besides my two friends <laughs> if anyone else is watching this out there then maybe they'll learn a thing or two about how much growth is like actually capable in people because I feel like I don't I know I feel like oh wait but I feel like yeah. that <laughs> wait, wait just that just wait I feel like when you're like when you're like tiny I don't know how to say little you don't know <laughs> what growth is young. yeah when yeah. you're young you don't know how you're gonna mature you don't know how you're gonna when grow you're tiny, you just when I'm tiny, when I'm little, squeak like you. Yeah. When I was about five. <laughs> like you. Yeah. Shut 
look, you're literally like three, two inches taller than me, don't you? Okay, no, what were you gonna say? I was gonna say, I feel like not a lot of people in high school, like, they do have a plan, yes, but I feel like there's, there's like 70% of those people that hardly actually ever do what they plan to do in high school, you know? Like, it's always yeah. like, maybe they'll do that, they'll like, choose that program, whatever, like, let's say, oh, they want to do business, they'll get into business and they'll realize, yo, this shit isn't for me, you know? Like, or even more than I don't even think like, I feel like a lot of like, people it takes them to get into university or college and that's when they actually realize that like this shit's not for me like you know yeah like I can't do this like or I have even, to do something else or even like the whole thing about no it's loading photos it thinks it's no it's still recording no but um even with like that's the whole thing about government jobs that like I feel like people why people get attracted to them it's because in the beginning they're like you know what I just want to make a lot of money and they're like you know what maybe I just want stability. Yeah. I'm not saying I'm like that because like, I generally don't want a government job. Honestly, for but me, like, I kind of like that though because I yeah. feel like at this point for me, like I don't really have a set plan what I want to do. Like I've never had a plan. Like, you know, yeah. for me, it was always like wishy-washy. Like I never knew what I wanted to do. Even high school, I was like, should I apply? Like, because I applied to so many programs, business, science, like all kinds of programs. Because you literally like, didn't know what you wanted yeah, to do. Like, yeah, you know, like I didn't know and I'm just like, Same. that's why it's so confusing for me when like, I find people that are just like dead set on certain stuff. I'm like, wow, like you, you know, really got your shit together, you know? No, 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 like, no. I have a kind of different. Really so when together. people tell me it's so strip, when I someone tells me if they want to become a doctor, I'm kind of always like skeptical because you know feel like it's it like, comes from their like parents or like whatever. Not even parents. I feel like it comes from a place of like, okay, well, I want fucking ghosts in the house. No, it's just sisters. <laughs> no, they're like if people are just like, okay, yeah, I want a stable job. Okay, what's the most yeah. stable shit that I could be in school for long term? And then people will look at me like. Yo, she got like her. Like, she's doing shit. Yeah. yeah, like, she's up there. I'm glad that we're so, like, feminist. Only doctors are female. <laughs> I could never be a doctor. That's too much for me. No, but, like, even, like, okay, so... So, yeah, for guidance, me... Or, like, for clarification, sorry, not guidance. <laughs> but, um, I'm... So, we're both in third years. I go Waterloo, which is a, a school in Canada. Abang goes York. Yes, I go to university in Canada. And... Yeah, and then so, okay, so I think I should first introduce our relationship. So, me and Abon are actually cousins, but the thing is, is that me and Abon actually are really good friends instead of cousins. Like, more so we're friends rather than cousins because on back in like middle school, I would say grade 7 and 8, that's when yeah. we started getting close and stuff. And then after we now have the same friend group and everything. So, yeah. So, it's because before we also never used to live next to each other, right? So, yeah, we, we had that cousin close, right? relationship. But after we moved next, like closer to each other, it, and like, I realized how much of a dumbass you are. Shut the fuck up! <laughs> I realized I was like, I was like, wow, where's this? <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Okay. I'm not even sorry. Bitch, <laughs> beep beep beep. Every other second, beep 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 beep. Just making sure, you know. Yeah, and so then me and Abon, we both went to the same high school with all of our other main group of friends. We all went to the same we high school. Went to the same middle school. We went to the same high school, school, same high school, and, and then, then and all of us went to separate universities yeah. and colleges. So yeah, so. When me and Abar talk about like our university and like just choosing our life goal experiences mainly because I think when we were in all in high school we had like we had a like a lot of fun, yeah, no doubt. Yeah, but like sure. when people told us, yeah, you, you should think about what you're gonna do, we're like We're like, yeah, yeah okay, they time comes, you know? Yeah. Come. And then after when we were in university we're like shit, maybe we should have given this more thought. Definitely. Not that like and I don't mean to say this like oh like None of us are dumb. Like, I don't believe that any of us are dumb. But it's just that maybe we chose things just because we thought it was cool and we just didn't actually like it. You know what I mean? Like, for, like even for Nazima's case, who's another friend of ours, Nazima's case and Asi's case, like, they jumped around from their programs to their other programs. 
and that's way better than sticking in a program that you know actually like hate. kudos to that because like, like no, for me for me like especially because like i'm in biochemistry right now and for me like i chose it mainly because it was like like i said before like in high school i didn't have an idea of what i wanted to do it was always like ah should i do this should yeah, i do yeah, that yeah. like it wasn't something that i was like there wasn't something for me that i knew that oh i was good at this so i should do it for me it was like a little bit of everything you know like it wasn't like i wasn't dead set on something but i knew that if i didn't choose science i would regret it so i told myself i'm like let me at least give this a try let's see how it is and then i stuck through it but like i've struggled like i really yeah. struggled you know and like nazima and everybody else like especially nazima like she switched programs like the minute she knew that this isn't what she wanted she switched and i find that brave because i'm like yo like i could have never done that you know especially like, for me because like especially for me it's like change is like too much <laughs> Like, for me, I'm the type of person that would rather stick to one thing than jump around constantly, like, in fear of, you know, what, like, because I don't know what's coming next. Like, I'm really the type of person that needs to know what's going to happen in the future. Like, I'm yeah. really that person. Like, like I get set, yeah. Yeah, like that, feel, like, that feeling of uncertainty, uncertainty, I don't like it at all. Like, I hate it. Yeah. That's why I hate switching from, like, you know, different yeah. stuff. No, but this is why, like, okay, so when we were in high school, right, we all, like, went with the program, we're like, hey, yeah, so me, I'm doing science and business, right, and I went with the program because I was like, okay, you know what, okay, to be honest, in high school, I would say this all the time, like, not to anybody ask me who, what I want to become, I'd be like, yeah, I'm becoming a rickshaw driver. Yeah, I, I like for, for any of you guys that don't know we went to India together I was like yeah I'm becoming a workshop driver and then my relatives are like oh this bitch goes to Canada she thinks she will be a workshop driver like, she goes to Canada she learning there and she wants to be a rickshaw driver like but no so I I kept saying rickshaw driver and for those that you don't for those of you that don't know it's like a cheap version of a taxi in India and like um, in other Asian countries too they use rickshaws and stuff Asi and Nazima, if you guys didn't know already. Yeah, just <laughs> but, clarifying it for just you guys. Just clarifying no. for Nazima and Asi. So, yeah, so I would always say I'm, I was going to be a rickshaw driver. And the main reason is, and I realized this like later, and this is what I mean by maturity of growth. Like, you don't realize the stuff that you were doing back in high school, but saying I was a, becoming a rickshaw driver was my way of prepping myself to know that I wasn't, I didn't want to become a doctor. Because, okay, so everyone used to, just because I was good in science for like a couple, like, or like not a couple years but just because i was good in science or just because i was good in math and stuff people automatically assumed and like while you're in middle school bitch that shit's like easy middle school math and science is nothing but like speak for yourself <laughs> high, school, <laughs> high school science and math was easy too but like people would like not even people like my parents they'll kind of be like oh but like you know you might think of becoming a, a doctor and immediately i would deflect and be like nah i'm becoming a rickshaw driver because i was just like i don't want that like thing that like you, you guys think i'm going to yeah. become a uh i don't want you to put me on a pedestal like you want to keep their expectations low you know i want so to be a failure in life <laughs> basically <laughs> so they wouldn't expect the most from you and that's kind of why um i also came up with like this mantra not mantra but the kind of a saying i say to myself is that make others expect low from you but expect high from yourself meaning that don't you shouldn't care what other people think what other people think about you in terms of their expectations of you if people want you to become a doctor and that's what they want you to become that's not your expectation of yourself don't make their expectations your expectations of yourself but so when i say make other people's expectations of yourself make other people's expectations of yourself low i mean like literally like if they go like yeah you're gonna be so rich but like no i don't mind being poor yeah it's literally that because like what i don't mind i don't want to i don't want to give you that satis not a satisfaction but i don't want to give you that that kind of no but that kind of thing that oh you know what i'm agreeing to this and then like this is you all i'm saying i have, to prove, I have yeah. to prove myself in front of you why yeah. don't i prove myself in front of you that makes sense no i like that mentality yeah so and then having high expectations of yourself is that 
Yo, people are gonna like this is straight up facts. Facts on facts on facts, man. I feel like I'm in the TikTok. Facts on facts on facts. People all your life are just gonna tell you, yeah, you know what? You should just be comfortable, be stable with what you do, and just like you know, if you're good at something, yeah, okay, try and like, that's it. Do it. And, like, like don't not put you in a not status quo kind of but kind of they'll put you on a level that like if you're comfortable in this level you should stay in this level and i actually 100 percent disagree with that if you're just because you're comfortable in something that doesn't mean you like it yeah that doesn't mean it's just because you feel like and that's why I, I straight up wouldn't go into a government job because because of that stability just because i'm comfortable in something doesn't mean that you, i like it so then when you say when i say put high expectations on yourself it means that don't listen to when people say like oh yeah but you could be like like you could just be like um like a teacher and that's it like yeah. no why don't you aim higher i could start my own teaching academy i could do things like i could just see, go and that into also depends with like, the person mentality like not everybody grew up that, with that that's that, the thing. like with that in mind you know like in that sense then me and you are total opposites because for you it's like you would never want to settle for something because you know that you could always aim higher you know like there's always yeah. something on top of that that you could do like you're you could always be a step further from what you are now but for me it's like if i have it now like i'm fine with it to be honest no it's cool if you're fine with it but don't make other people's expectations become that your level of how you should be you know because it's really easy to be like okay well they're expecting the bare minimum for me so i should expect the bare minimum for myself no 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 let them expect the bare minimum for you that works in your advantage always expect the highest from yourself yourself, and that goes without saying you're gonna fucking fail like don't ever like if you failed a class and you think the that's the biggest dream. failure in your life man you got like a whole shit coming because failing a class is nothing when you get into real life and you're like you know why i failed this project this project this project this person fired me this person fired me but you finally got the right job in the end it always leads to something you know like every your failure as long as you there's a reason for that yeah like yeah. you learn something from it and that's i'm actually a really big like believer in that you have to let people like learn from their own failures and like this is what i'm saying from yesterday because we were like hang we were like um chilling yesterday but i was like you know like just because you guide someone or you say so- something to someone you give them good advice and maybe it is really good advice and they should take yeah. it and stuff doesn't mean that they're gonna follow it so yeah. if a person's gonna fail you let them fail like i'm if a bond's literally gonna fail out of university i can help her but i might let her fail out of university so let her understand immerse in yeah. that feeling and be like you know what okay i maybe i didn't want to fail out of university maybe i it was the best thing for me because now i can shift my stuff to like shift my focus onto something else yeah. but just like let like be like yeah go fail it's nothing big and then like when you're back up you're back up you know i'm still there when you're down. that's the thing too you know because like for people when you're in that situation it's hard because it's like to you it's like this is like the end of the world you know like if you don't do this like you're gonna die or like it's gonna be like the worst but it actually isn't and you may not understand it in that moment it may take you a while but then at the end when you realize like you know this isn't all it you know like this isn't my whole life like yeah i failed this yeah i did this but I could still make something good out of it, you know? Yeah. Like, oh, at least I learned this. At least I did this, you know? Yeah. It wasn't a complete total waste. You know, that's why, um, like, because any non-brown viewers are out there, but, like, I feel like brown people, like, the new generation, kind of categorize our lives, lives, life into specific sections, meaning it's family, like, your immediate family, and then, mm-hmm. like, if you have kids or whatever, your wife, and then it's work. And then it's, like, and then that's how you identify, you know what I mean? Like, you don't identify yourself as, like, I'm a, like, I'm a moral, I'm my own person. Like, you identify as, oh, I'm this person's 
yeah, what yeah, husband or oh, I'm like an engineer or like whatever. related to somebody else yeah always remember you have your own identity too like you can't like get swallowed in that's why when people say like oh like when people get really depressed about like failing a class or something like that it's because they are tying that that failing that class to their own self-worth yeah. right they're like saying yeah. like oh because i failed this class like i'm really fucking stupid i couldn't do anything yeah. right in my life or stuff like that i feel like that's the that's the weird thing i've noticed in like new brown generation is that they tie this they tie things together that don't necessarily need to be tied yeah. just because i failed a class doesn't mean i'm like the worst person on earth but that's how people feel right like yeah. and i'm like oh, i felt it too if i did a really really shit on like a test i'd be like fuck man i like I fucked up. Like, yeah, what like the I fuck was I thinking? Like, no. Was I doing? Like I could have just studied a little bit harder. harder. I could have made it, but yeah. that's like that's the whole thing. That's not the point of it. The point of it is that you can't tie things like that to your self worth. Your yeah. self worth already should be in with you and should be at a stable level. You can't tie unnecessary things to your self worth. That's the thing, though. It's hard for people to do that. You, you know? gotta like, separate. It's not, yeah, it's not something that comes easy. And like, people don't realize it, right? It's something. Yeah, like uh, people probably don't realize it, but like the people that do. It takes them a while, you know, to like figure out how to separate that from themselves, you know, because it's hard. Yeah, yeah. Like, how are you? Like, it's not. It doesn't come to end. Like, I don't think even our friends. I don't think they. I don't think like. And I like. Well, we've been friends for so long. I don't think I've noticed a change in terms of like their separation with that. I feel like everyone still ties it to me too. It it happens at times, right? Like, it's just natural. But I think it is really like important for you to make that separation. And it's your mature. I think that's a that's a big maturity phase that doesn't happen like over like one year yeah you know that happens a, a time like yeah i don't even know 30 i'm there still. yet to be honest i'm not there yet yeah. like i still tie Takes like a while. insignificant stuff like if i okay can you pull that book what i have that this book outliers yeah. yeah outliers so for those of you that don't know malcolm gladwell is like a really famous economist and like he captures like a tiny little significant well like this book but specifically this book little book Bitch, you can't speak. I, I forgot English. Okay. This book specifically outlines, he talks about um, people who, like, unique circum- circumstances given to individuals that make them great. So, like, hockey players, Bill Gates, Steve Jobs. He notices slight little patterns that usual people wouldn't notice. And then he talks about what advantage they get that, that like, the advantage that they're given that makes them so great. And that's not, to, and he says it, like, straight up upfront. Like, that's not to discredit their hard, hard work. Mm-hmm. And, like, of course not. Like, you fuck. No one thinks Bill Gates didn't work hard to make Microsoft. Yeah. Like, but, uh, like, there's slight advantages that people are given. So, I was gonna read this book, and I have been reading it, but, as you can see, I haven't gone all the way through. My like bookmark's, like, a quarter through. And, like, sometimes I just look at it, I'm like, man, I should just finish it and stuff. But then I, 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 other times, like, and, yeah, this isn't, like, a really big example, but it's kind of, like, a tiny example. I'm like, I'm doing work. It's not like I'm slacking off. If I was just slacking off, yeah, I could understand. Like, hey, Amar, go get your ass up. Go read a book. Go like learn something, stuff. something, yeah. Yeah, but it's like, I'm doing work. Like, you know, you, like, don't be so hard on yourself. I think that's what, that comes with failures and learning about failures. Is like, going through failures, it's like, you just, don't be so hard on yourself, like, Life comes and goes. You're gonna make a thousand mistakes. If you don't make those mistakes, you're it, not gonna learn. That's how it you're is just gonna with stay. people, right? Like on a base level. If somebody else, let's say like your friend was going through something hard, like it's easy for you to tell them, like, oh, don't let this be like a Dumb. don't let this be like a hurdle in your life. You, know, like, you can get past this, you can do this. When it comes to yourself, it's a lot harder to convince yourself that, you know? Yeah. Like even sure. if somebody else is telling you, like, yeah, like I appreciate you telling me, but like for me in my mind, it's still like this is bullshit, you know? 
Like, how am I supposed to so easily come to terms with this? Like, it's it's not easy, like, when it comes to yourself. When it comes to somebody else, it's, like, easier said than done. Yeah, being like, oh, yeah, you know, you're going to get through this. Yeah. This is the best for you. You're going to learn from this, and you're going to do something great. Yeah, you will. Like, I'm not saying you're not, but, like, to convince yourself is the hardest part of that. Yeah. Like, and I yeah, don't yeah. think a lot of people are there. Like, I don't think anybody has like a proper grasp on that you know yeah. that they allow themselves to like feel like oh you know like i did this wrong it's okay like yeah. i can move on from this you know like it's not the end of the world i don't think yeah. a lot of people have a grasp on this like, so guys encompassing i there's a lot of like lessons i've learned in these past three years and from high school too like the past three years i spent in uni from after i graduated high school to my third year in university and I was, like a bunch of lessons and stuff and like i know me and like went on a ton but like if i could like narrow them down oh, it's probably gonna come up in another podcast but okay a little more background okay so me and Aban cousins we became friends really good friends in middle school because we went to the middle school same middle school I became good friends in middle school with my core group of friends yeah, which are Aban's now, now core yeah. group of friends too yeah. so, and then after Aban in obviously grade 10 we became really close like all of yeah. us right so then there's about nine of us yeah. yeah nine of us so there's about nine of us so then we all went to the same high school and we were in high school for a while and then after high school um we were not a while fuck i sound scared we were there for four years <laughs> like With everybody the, else, like every we typical person we were there school, for you know? four years yeah so we were there for four years and after we all split up and we went and and split up in the sense of going to different schools yeah we, we all still same friend group we're we all still friends we all still live in the same houses yeah. and stuff maybe yes we moved and that's it but yeah and then i'm the only one that kind of ventured out because i actually go um, like away for school like i live at school yeah at waterloo because we live in toronto so yeah i didn't sound like very toronto very i didn't sound very toronto because you live there now <laughs> she's not actually from toronto you know because she's she pronounced the t in Toronto, that's how you know she's Toronto, like Toronto. Ch -ch 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 Toronto, Toronto. Yeah. But yeah, so, so yeah, so we like we went to different universities. Some go colleges, some go universities. So are the programs? I can't the programs because I don't know if they want to know their identities. Yeah. But like anyone who lives here knows who they are. Yeah, but, but like somebody, somebody else, somebody else maybe they don't want to know. But so I'm in science and business. Abon is in biochemistry. Nazima is in um. Labor and law. You just said you can't say you are you oh. telling what she's doing? Cut that cut, out. Cut, 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 Okay, one person is in labor and law. Another person is in law. They already said it. Okay, start again. Cut. Okay, so I'm in I'm a science and business. Abon's in biochemistry. Another person's in labor and law. Uh-huh. I think it's labor No, not labor and law. Labor and policy? No, it's labor and law. Like the workforce, basically. Yeah, but I don't... Labor and workplace, maybe. Something like that. It's yeah. one of those social sciences. I think it's considered social... I don't know. It, it's... It is, right? Like, yeah. The degree is like a liberal... Liberal, liberal arts, arts degree. degree. So, like... No, English. No, English today. Like, uh, honestly, I don't know. But it's yeah. like... It's something... Social something science. government. That's yeah. how I can describe it. It's like, you know when people say they're doing... um poli -sci? Yeah. This is like a step different from Pasa, like yeah. a different path, but like same normal Pasa. Another one's doing hotel tourism management, another one's doing ECE, and then like three are doing like business management but going towards HR. So like HR and stuff. And if I forgot one, and I'm then, sorry. But. Yeah, you did. <laughs> <laughs> one is doing like optometry. Like oh yes, optometry. Op optometry? Is this yeah. optometry? That's what it's called? Yeah. Optometrical attrition. 
the fuck are you saying? I forget how to English. I can't English these days. She can't English. I thought I was gonna be the one that's nervous today, but clearly she's on another level. I can't English. She's stuttering. I was gonna give like a whole family run down. I was like, they don't fucking care. And I seen the yeah, they don't care. They know my family. <laughs> okay. Maybe you can later on, you know, yeah. for other podcasts. And like, I, I don't think you should put your whole like private life up there. Like, here it is. Here's on a platter. Here. Here's I on a platter for all any stalkers that want to know. Just turn it off. There. No, I'm telling you, it's still, like the actual sun. We can't do anything about that. So. It is what it is. I just shot the sun, man. Shun, sun, shun down, shun down, shun down. So I should tell you guys what the potential name for this was. Actually, this you podcast. Did you did in the first one. It's calm. No, I said it's calmos with the more, but no. But then you also said growing pains. No? no, so they um, don't know why. Okay, so okay. Even if she did, she's telling you guys again. We're back here, back at it with growing pains. I mean, calmos with the more. <laughs> okay, so, so the reason I said that of uh, the potential name was Growing Pains. Upon move forward. Wow. Editor cut. Okay. My head. Your forehead show, bitch. No, no hijab. You have to show your forehead I now. I'm doing this like this is a disguise, you know, so people don't. Yeah, can't see. Okay. We have to get into I have a frame. To sit back. There. Okay, so the reason why I was talking about Growing oh, yeah, Pains sorry, is that like a... but I'm repping my cedar brain with you, you know? Class of Bitch, how'd you cut that out? Now they're gonna know they're... Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? what Why are you gonna say their names? They're gonna know who we are. And blah, blah, blah. <laughs> okay, because that's a huge university. Wow, well, a person okay, from... Man, fun. My bad. Sorry. Nah, it's okay. See the way. Fuck. We don't care. Nazima Asya, good for you. You guys know where we live? Yo, so, what are you gonna do about it? Kill us. Okay, great. If you guys don't know, I was kind of... Good. At the beginning, I was gonna name this podcast actually Growing Paint, but... Again, tripped all the time. But the reason I was gonna name that is because um, if you guys don't know what growing pains are, I don't know if you can hear me with the phone. I should play the growing pain song. You know by Alicia Cara. That's a song. Right? song. I think so. Isn't it? I swear it is. Okay. So while Abon's trying to search up and look for the song, the reason why I named it Growing Pains, if you guys don't know, is that in your knees, general. Okay, so if when you're like little kid and you're growing up. When your knees start to hurt, when you start growing taller, right? And those are called growing pains. So those growing pains are essentially what indicates that you're growing. You're you're I've growing been taller. Those growing length. pains for a, like a while now. I'm old. No difference in height though. But so actually, you oh. get shorter as you get older. You know, like you shrink. Yeah, but like after you reach your peak, and I then know. you slowly. It's not like it's not like suddenly I think I've, I think drop. I've reached my peak. And then I'm, I think we all imagine if your peak is like shorter. How short am I gonna get? I mean, you don't really get shorter. It's because you like start hunching, right? Because yeah, people don't yeah. physically your sh your yeah, height well. doesn't decrease. What if we go out to like, What if we went to a physiotherapist? Hey, does our knees crack? Like, go short. She's gonna be like, yo, somebody educate her, please. She's like, what the she fuck goes in water water and Okay, so put a low car made it for us for this podcast. Okay, she she's Canadian too. Yeah, yeah. 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 Put it a little bit lower. Okay, so you can hear in the background. This is okay. an ambiance. I should put my diffuser on. <laughs> oh, the one that you bought? Yeah, I'm over there. Okay, so a third time trying to explain it. So, because of growing pains, you know you're growing taller. So, the reason why I was going to name this is that 
there's things in our lives that happen that are kind of painful. Not necessarily pain. Not necessarily like, oh, God, Reggie, fuck, kill myself too. Like, not like that sense, but it's kind of like you know, it's kind of sad or things like that or things, difficulties that you go through, basically. And but then they indicate growth, and that's why I think at the beginning we started talking about a lot of the lessons that we learned because you experiencing certain pains or certain failures or anything like that or certain difficulties is an indication of growth. That's why I was going to kind of name the podcast Growing Pains because I was like, if you, because I was like, okay, look, we can just go through the many, like, not even difficulties, but like things that we go through that ex- tell us that we're growing or like tell us that we're, we've matured or there's something in our mentality that has shifted. But then I realized I'm in my podcast in general, I'm not always going to be talking about lessons. I'm just going to be talking about my opinions or how I feel about things yeah. or like how, like, or like how we grew up and stuff. That's not necessarily like, well, it kind of is sad, but. Ah oh, shit, here we go again. Oh, no love, but no, no, but it's not necessarily a growing pain, I guess, in the way that I was considering it. Yeah. So I was like, okay, you know what? I should just change it to convos with Amara. Hi, I'm Amara. If I didn't see I think you should it. stick with growing pains. I feel like, you know, like usually when you write like an essay or something and you have to figure out a title, and it's like the hardest part to do because you can't find like a couple of words to encompass what you're trying to say. I feel like growing pains is like two words. But, like, if somebody were to read it, they know what the podcast is all about. Like, they know the all, all what the channel is about. Like, yeah, I know not every day, every time, or, like, the, like each podcast is going to be about, like... Like, it's going to be about different stuff. It's not necessarily supposed to be depressing or sad. You know, like, we're not trying to make people cry or anything. But, like, I, I really like that. Like, I like yeah. the name. And uh, like honestly, depress- uh, depressing paints. <laughs> that is something sad. <laughs> growing, growing paints, like, when you experience a growing pain... Sometimes you can be happy in your growing pain, you know? Yeah, because you like, realize, you know? Yeah, sometimes you're like, oh, I'm growing up in my life. No, so that was my thing. So maybe, I don't know, maybe when I upload this, the name will still be Growing Pains. But a second title is Conversations with Amara, and I'm let Amara. Let us know in the comments below. Yeah, you know? let us know. Let her know what you want it to be. Asya Nazima, go voting. Like each other's comments. Do a poll. Bing, 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 bong. No, you can't. It's YouTube. Who, me? I don't you know why I thought this poll? was like an Instagram thing. No, like I thought you know that we're live. Instagram yeah. live. What up, my my dogs? I'm just sending so energy. My dogs. You don't want this to be in the background. Okay, we're done. <laughs> yeah, so that was the whole reason. Okay, so height's like the one thing that would change about me. Like I wish I was really? taller. I wish I was. I know. So for taller. me, it's like I wish I was taller. Yeah, but it's not something that's like, oh my god, like like it's not like something I'm insecure about. You know, like if somebody yeah. points out you're short. I'm not gonna like it's not gonna hurt my feelings, you know, because like I yeah. know I'm short. Like for you know, reference, like, a bond's like four nine, and I'm she's five lying. two. I promise, like, no, I, I promise that's a lie. I'm literally like five feet on the dice. She, I'm on the dice. On the dot, she's capping. Okay, I'm on the dice. But she's making a bullshit. I'm five. Wow. That's how you know I'm really in my bedroom. The phone yeah. rings, the but phone, the phone is ringing. Okay, I'm one's five, and I'm like five two. That's no lie. I'm five two. Yeah, I'm pretty short. Not gonna lie. So we're pretty short. Like I'm on like the range of like I could be a dwarf if I was like a couple of inches short. Shut your little baby. Like medically, like, I would be referred to as a dwarf if I was like, uh, what is it, shorter than four eleven, something like that, right? Or four nine. So I'm like on that spectrum, you know. Like I'm a little like I'm not a dwarf, but I'm not like average height either. What's the average height in Canada? Like five four. For, for girls like, or for women. Five four. I right? wouldn't even think it's five four. Cause you know, um, Sweden and those like your the craziest shit is if you go to Europe, like Sweden, those places, they're all like well, obviously because they're of genetics. Tall, it's yeah. not because like random stuff, but because of genetics, they're so tall. The yeah. girls are like six foot one, six foot two, basketball style. 
Play for the WNBA. I I, I don't know. What what's this? WNBA? What's that? You're gonna get cancelled, bro. Oh, you, okay, you better cut that shit <laughs> out. Or people are gonna be pissed. Nazima Asia, come at her, bro. Come at her, Feminism bro. at its finest. Great. No, I'm joking. I'm feminism. No, but that's actually so sad that, you know, a lot of people don't know. Like, but, okay, yeah, so they, they may know what stuff. WNBA is, but, like, nobody really, like... It's not something anybody pays attention to. Like, you know, like... Like, NBA? Yeah. Everybody's, like... Even if somebody doesn't watch it regularly, they're still, like... In a, in a sense, they're, like, in the date realm. with it, you know? Like, yeah. they know some stuff that's going on or, like, something, you know? For the WNBA, it's, like, nothing. You don't know when there's finals, nothing. Like, it's it's not, like, public news. Like, it is public, yeah, but, like, yeah. nobody really cares to know. That's kind of sad. So, back to the original WNBA combo. So, well, what the lesson is, like, a kind of a uh, lesson that I've learned is that People are just going to disagree with you on things, and that doesn't mean necessarily that they hate you. And I feel like this is why a lot of times politics is so polarizing in a sense, is because just because someone disagrees with you on something, that doesn't mean that, like, I hate you for it. Yeah. Or, like, just because... Like, just, just, you just have a difference in opinion. You yeah, know? you just have a different Like, it's not something point of that, view. like, you have to pick at and be like, oh, because we disagree on this, but I can't... The, the thing like, is that a lot of times in politics, people will be like, okay, but you're disagreeing on, like, important subjects that, like, are, like... A fundamental cause of like who I am and then if that's the case fine like you don't need to be friends with them but you're really gonna hate a person just because like of their opinion yeah like yeah. you know like I, I just find it at times difficult and obviously I know a bunch of people are gonna come on here if this isn't ever gonna get famous but I know people are gonna be like it will, well, it will. I know people now she's being a pessimist usually it's the other way around she's usually a, the usually op the optimistic person you know she sees the glass half full and I see it half empty but today it's the reverse no because and all honesty, I know people are going to be like, oh my god, you're so stupid. How can you listen to people? I was like, nah, man, you guys just lack intelligence. Because I actually think it re really requires, like, a good amount of intelligence to kind of view the other side. This is, this is how I set the law down for myself. If you can't argue the other side in your head and see where they're coming from, you're automatically weak in your argument. Straight up, you're automatically weak in your opinions. You're automatically weak in your mentality because you can't see the other side. You're so focused and yeah. in, in enamored in your own opinion and stuff. You don't know what the other side is thinking. So how can you say for sure your side or your opinion's the best or your opinion is the most educated? Things yeah. like that. Was enamored too much of a big word for you? So, you I know, can... and be like, for the people that don't understand big words, Isn't would that... you like to explain? We should have a corner dictionary no, with you a bond. What we should do in the corner? have the word like from dictionary screenshot it and just put it on like the left hand corner what if after this i don't use any other big words <laughs> people are like yo that bitch got cocky in the beginning now she had nothing in that reference so you know how abon's talking about like the wnba and i'm sure once i explain my opinion i think abon would agree too yeah. but uh, that people don't watch because they're women so the thing that i noticed the reason why the, w the wnba doesn't get paid a lot and this is obvious for like obvious matters right there's not enough viewers for the wnba yeah. so the reason why there isn't enough viewers you can you can like I guess a lot of people can attribute it to different things like okay like you know they're um like some people could be like oh it's because mo men have been programmed to only watch men's play sports mm -hmm. so then they don't even give interest to WNB even if the person is like the same level as like a good player that they like right like things like that or like um it could be like and this is my kind of like like take understanding it. of it is yeah. that the way that women play is it as aggressive as men like to like See, it's sports in their played. nature, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I feel like to, like uh, like everyone knows this and stuff, right? Like testosterone is like the biggest hormone in a man. So like if you see like a very like rough game, like meaning very physical and stuff, 
and like i don't watch a lot of wnba but like just from like how people other people describe it and stuff like that like because it's not as like rough or hot high paced as like the men game men's game that's why people don't tend to watch it honestly to back that up i see it now because like you know when you're watching like mma fights or whatever yeah. you know the the, the women. women that play, guys actually do watch that. Yeah. They enjoy that and see that, like, it takes away from what she said about, like, how, like, men tend to, like, like to watch, like, sports that are more aggressive in that sense. Like, you know, that yeah. are, like, rough. And it makes sense because it's, it's, like, those people are getting paid well. And men actually, like, you know, they get, like, millions of viewers for that. And so, I don't want to hear no BS women watch sports. Okay, bitch, I'm not stupid. I know women watch sports, but the majority of sport watchers are men. Okay, if you like basketball, go dribble the ball outside, man. I don't care. I know you like sports. Like, bro, what? I hate people who stay. I hate people who get on you about obvious things that should already be obvious. Like, what? You think I'm a dumbass? I don't know women like sports or women watch sports. But like the majority. But, then, but they'll be like, no, you're such a woman hater. You didn't know. Yeah, it's like, it's oh my stats. god, like this is like some obvious stuff. Maybe the people are really stupid because I think this is pretty it's obvious. Pop, yeah. Like, dog, I'm a girl. Oh, for those of you that don't know, I'm Muslim and I'm a hijabi, so. Oh yeah, they couldn't tell. Yeah. They just thought you like. No, people are gonna think we're terrorists. Finally, I mean, then they'll know that we're Muslim. They think we're <laughs> then they're yeah. not. Yeah. We're both two Muslim. Yeah, woman. I don't even like calling myself a woman because like that's uh, too I ain't a woman. I'm a little girl, bro. Yeah, I'm a little girl. She's like a little I'm kid. I'm a minor. I don't even call myself a I'm little a girl. I call myself a kid. I'm like I'm such a little kid. I don't even refer to myself as like. Do you talk about yourself to yourself? No, like when I when I talk to like, I've never. I don't remember having a conversation with somebody where I've had to refer to myself as like. Oh, like, like a woman. Person? Yeah, like, oh, like a woman. I don't yeah. know, and it's weird to say, like, oh, yeah, I'm a woman, or, like, a yeah, little girl, yeah. like... No, but, in all honesty, that's why the WNBA doesn't make as much, like, money and sense. stuff, and that's why people don't, like, watch it and stuff. That doesn't mean to say... That doesn't mean that, like... I mean, they really should. They're not good players. Yeah. They're... Because, the... honestly, like... I what forgot what I was going to say, to be honest. The, the phone, right? Disrupts their thoughts? Yeah. I forgot. Shit. You sound like a little kid that I forgot their homework. I forgot. Bro, I forgot. I forget everything that I say. It's in my mind one minute. No, but that's what that's what I was trying to get across about the, the WNB. Is that like it really, 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 really matters. Really, really. It really it's really not at times like a gender inequality issue, thing as yeah. much as it is a business thing. And I've noticed this a lot in people. Sometimes it is a gender inequality issue. A lot of times it's just a business move. Like, a lot of times you, it's just business playing itself out. That doesn't mean that business can't be inherently like kind of misogynist or in a way. Because at times it can. It but can, it's not yeah. always the case. And like, I don't like it when people jump to conclusions. Like, it's like where they always see yeah. it as one way. Like, they yeah, can't like, see I, it like, as And this isn't even like a very controversial topic. I'm sure half the people that are watching this maybe like ask not Nazima would agree with what I said but yeah so that's so overall like not overall I kind of sound like I'm concluding you know ever since you said essay it kind of sounds like I'm making two paragraphs the, or, like, that's the what top bun like. the tomato lettuce whatever yeah patty, the the patty of my essay so no so like when people say like oh like I have a difference in opinion because I know this I know I know me and another one of my friends we disagree a lot like, we disagree a lot on a lot of things. A lot of really, like, I guess, like, how you could say, in, not controversial, but very important matters yeah. in our lives and stuff. And But we disagree a lot, but 
she's still one of my close friends like she's one of like the nine that we are so i i can i can't understand when people have difference of opinions and, they and it really like triggers them to like you know cut this off unless like yo you fucking killed my mom and like that's just straight up like, murder. You killed your ass. That, like, bitch, what? You crazy? That's crazy. That's why when people use kind of like that thing, like, oh, like, I know, like, oh, I know we used to say a lot, but, oh, you dumb? Like, when, they, like, in, in their argument, and it kind of like, because I use it too, so it's, it's not like necessarily defeats the argument, but it's more like you can't really, like, now I get that you're just triggered by this rather than coming to a logical conclusion about it. You know, like, if we're arguing, you just keep on going, like, are you dumb, are you dumb, are you dumb? And you're not putting on, like, this is fact number one, fact number two. This is why I think the way I think. Then I'm just like, yo, man, there's no point in arguing with people like that. Like, <laughs> guys, you know the, the concept dumb. of picking your battles? It's really real. Like, pick your battles. You can't fight with every person you see about the difference of opinion. And not even fight, but, I mean, like, argue. You can't, like, always have, a, like, a discourse about something. Like, oh, my God, this, like, no, man. You just gotta let shit go, like, let stuff go. Let stuff fall off your back. And this is where I, I actually had a lot of, like, I guess, insight into. Is that just because people disagree, that doesn't make them your hater. Yeah. And then you can't make, and then, like, I know it's tied like back into a lot of friendship. Yeah, but, but the thing is, too, that you're gonna have haters in the sense that, in the sense that, not that they hate every aspect of your life, but haters in the sense that they just don't believe in you. But, okay, so this is really important. And this ties back all into, like, self-worth and stuff. But I feel like because people have haters and stuff, or just because people have, like, a person in their life that they think that, like, disagrees with them, but that's my ultimate hate. I'm going to prove them wrong. I'm prove them wrong. Yeah. Which kind of is insecure in your way self, because why are you so focused on this one person? Yeah, like, why does it matter what yeah. this person What this one, like, hater per se thinks about, you know? Yeah. Like, it's just dumb, but I know a lot of people that kind of, like, gear towards that, they're like, this person's But for some people, it's also, like, a way to like drive them, you know? Like, towards, that's so like, it works I think that's ways, the difficult like, part, right? Differentiating when it's, like, driving you versus when it's eating you. Yeah. And then, like, how to, how to know, like, okay, you know what? Because he's my hater, he's driving me, and I'm gonna do better, I'm gonna work on my stuff, I'm gonna do. Versus, he's a hater, and I'm gonna prove him wrong, but then it eats you alive because you forget about all the other stuff that are important to you just to yeah. prove this one person wrong. And I'm kind of like that. Like, if one person says, it's so bad, but I'm really, like, they call me vengeful. Like, I'm really vengeful. If someone says something to me, and, like, if it's, the thing is that I can give you, like, a million chances, and I'm good, and, like, nothing phases me. Like, everything... If I say I forgive you, it's like completely forgiven. Like, oh, this is a whole other topic, but in okay, so when people say I'm really, I'm really stern on my forgiveness, it. even though I yeah. shouldn't be, because as a good Muslim, you're supposed to forgive everyone. But the thing is that I feel like when people say that they're forgiving people, they kind of say it shallowly, meaning like, okay, I'll forgive you, but I'm gonna keep this in the back of my head next time you hit hurt me. Yeah. Right. And like, like, it's always something that they'll bring up, you know? Yeah. Like, oh, but you did this. Yeah, yeah. But it's that's like, why oh, I thought you forgave me. You know, that's why when people say like, okay, yeah, like I, like it's like a big, like a big night for the for Asianism who don't know what a big night is. It's like a very like Islamic like holy night, basically where you're supposed to pray a lot and like the doors of the doors of forgiveness are open for those that don't understand. It. It's like in Muslims, Muslim, I was gonna say Muslim culture. What's the, I mean, in our religion, the doors of forgiveness are always, always open. open but yeah. like this is like a night where it's like, it's what's that word? Auspicious. It's, yeah, auspicious. So yeah, auspicious it's, night. Yeah. Like yeah, but there's like 
there's not even nights but there's days like this where you're just supposed to be like really focused on praying because like you can get the most reward from praying and like yeah. on those nights specifically you're supposed to not specifically you should ask forgiveness for whatever yeah, bad thing because you feel because you feel it in your heart right like it weighs you down but in on those nights specifically you should really do a lot of like thinking and self-reflection and be like okay you know what? I did people wrong, I should go ask for forgiveness. And how am I going to so, improve myself? What typically happens in these is that people usually send a, uh, like a mass email or mass message saying like, hey, like, please forgive me and stuff. And obviously people like, like, you know, you forgive them in your heart. Some people do, you know? Some people will say they forgive you, but then they'll hold on to it. That's why I'm very, 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 like, strict about my forgiveness is that if I say I forgive you, I can't that bring that stuff up. Yeah. That stuff's wiped from my memory. You know how they say forgive but never forget? I feel like real forgiveness is always forgetting it. Yeah. I feel like that's the only way it, that it is yeah, true how can you forgive somebody but like constantly have that like that like revenge thought in your mind like oh you yeah. know like the minute that somebody like this person crosses the line again, I'm gonna bring this up or I'm gonna do something, you know? Yeah. Like Forgiveness is truly just like forgive and forget, let it be, like you know, like yeah, yeah. So, so, so you know when people say like not even just like it's constant in your mind, but just that when something else happens, you're you're triggered back to it. You're like, well, you know what they did this to me, maybe I shouldn't stop. So the thing is that I feel like if you're really gonna like forgive people, you really have to do it wholeheartedly. Like you can't like hold on to it. It can't be like a fifty-fifty. But then this is the thing too. If you wanna be forgiven, and this is like a really important lesson if you want to be forgiven for all your stuff and all your misgivings you have to have an open heart right like you have to be like okay people are gonna forgive me for my misgivings unconditionally that's the key word unconditionally then i have to forgive other people unconditionally right yeah and that's where i feel like a lot of people mix up in their forgiveness so a big thing i learned is that i'm very like vengeful in the sense that because because i'm very strict with my like concept of forgiveness meaning that it's all or nothing i like tend to hold on to things that i don't want to hold on to like it's a really bad quality of mine but i do hold on to it and i want to like i'm trying to ease myself out of it that i don't like kind of like yeah think in my head but like it's because if i do say i forgive you it's like done deal to me like i'm not going to trigger back to it or anything like i'm probably making jokes about it because i find it funny because i'm like, but, like that, but, that. yeah cut i feel like we should have a <laughs> Oh my god, why did I do that? Okay, yeah. I'm a blowfish. It's okay, you man. I would make sound. I have weird notes, man. I have weird notes. Okay, so. Is that a blowfish? That. Are you. What is that? Yeah, I don't like calling people dumb. I know I do it often, but I should call you dumb. Are you stupid? Oh, it's a shark. She's talking about this, and it's a shark, so. Yo, it kind of looks okay, like yeah. a blowfish, like I'm not- Okay, the Haram police is gonna come after me, eyes, but- Yeah, you're not allowed to have stuffed animals in your room. I, I just put it down, okay? Interesting fact, sharks lose their teeth about like- I forget I forget oh, how much, but yeah. sharks can regrow their teeth really, really fast. So they're going through growing pains too all the time. Well, well, and well. And you were wondering why I kept him here. Here's well, my mascot. Well, well, well. Would you Here's the mascot that? of Growing Pains. We're going to call him Sharky. That's mm. so, um... Isn't Sharky... That's not even unique, but... Yeah, it's not. I couldn't think of much. Let's call him... Very basic. He can be our third imposter. Doesn't even make sense. I... <laughs> what the hell? You mean our third, the guest speaker? This could be our guest speaker, yeah, Sharky. 
Hi, my name. You can do like you know those weird people. <laughs> what do you mean weird? They're my friends. I like those people. <laughs> oh, oh, people that talk to stuffed animals. I like. Sorry, nobody's weird, but like. Wow, Aban, you just you just turned off half of our viewers. Nazima's gone. <laughs> Why are you baiting out Nazima like that? She was like, I don't talk to stuff. She be like, she goes, I don't talk, man. You don't really say that. Type. For anyone that's wondering, to my two viewers, Asya and Nazima, why I chose to leave the swearing in is because to keep it authentic. Yeah, because I don't want to be like, you know when people tune in and then they just start talking and you can tell it's fake. Like, you know when, you know when someone like, like I don't know, Asya and Nazima, they like start to put, ah, hi guys. And it's like, we all get into like a character, like hi, like, like I was like, speak very fake. Yeah, I was like, if I take out the cussing, I'm pretty sure if I say like, tell if I tell like people like, hey, like stop cussing or like no swearing on this podcast, then I know our tone's gonna change and we don't yeah. naturally talk like a certain way. Like, like it talk like this. Yeah, it just won't be authentic, you know. Yeah, people it's are gonna crazy. call me fake either way, but yeah. like, and I don't care because like, hey, that's an episode no haters. Yeah. Fun fact about me, I write in my notes constantly. Yeah, and I've actually never encountered any person in my life that like jots down everything in their notes. Like it's like yeah. something that they really use, you know? Like my notes is like full of useless shit. Like a majority of it is useless. I mean, not useless, but like in a sense like it's not like I do like I don't document my whole like day-to-day -day life. Yeah. It's something like, "Oh, if I like need like to remember a password." Yeah. Notes, you know? Yeah. Like it's something that's like just there yeah you know like it's not like I, it's not really doesn't serve a purpose in my life like it does in amara's <laughs> so the reason why i document it it's like it's like well um i've been saying with the podcast it's kind of like actually no sorry wrong reason it's not my growth but it's if you guys go through your day-to-day -day and you realize like how much stuff you have to do or how much stuff you learn but you can't just push into your back and it's in your subconscious afterwards you never really like remember anything like you know you don't recognize what you i mean you don't remember what you had to do like the next day or you don't remember um that one quote you heard from a person say that like really stuck with you yeah. things like that or like and this is the thing in our group of friends there's a lot of tiny things that go on like every i wouldn't even say day but day by day but week by week it's just fun to remember so then what later in the years or later in the months when you bring it up it's like oh my god like, have you remember that about it. Yeah, yeah you can remember it. so i realized i was like if your your notes aren't supposed to be there just for you, just for you to like pull random passwords, because I, I used to be like that. I was just like, no, let me just start documenting my stuff like, like strategically, like in a way that I can like look back on it. So, fun fact. So, oh, so I guess I have to explain this too. So since I'm in Waterloo and I'm in science business, I'm also in their co-op pro program. So I do a lot of co-ops. Like not, I I don't do a lot of co-ops. Sorry, I've done three past co-ops and organizations. One being Scotiabank, the other being Northridge, and then I came back to Scotiabank as well. Co-ops for anyone that doesn't know, like my friends know, it's like a paid internship that you go do for four months, and then for some some for sometimes it can be like eight months or like a whole year. But in Waterloo, they specifically do it in four months, and then eight months is your, like your last co-op, like your last work time period. So in my co-ops, I realized like my latest one that I did at Scotiabank, there was such a good pieces of information like my teammates would say or like my um manager. My manager. Well like Ashley, shut up. Ashley's ever watching this. Ashley's technically so Ashley was my manager because he's like my um he's like the person that I would report to or anything or anything yeah. that I like came to. But Ashley he was like, you would 
Bridge or no Scotia, 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 my latest one. So, he, but he was more like a like a good friend, like, and he's like he gave me a lot of great advice. So then, when I whenever I was on call with all any of my like teammates or any stuff, and anything technical that they would talk about, or anything good advice that they would give me, I would have to write it down. So then, the thing is, I would never keep my camera open, <laughs> like. Well, I'm exposing myself, but I would never keep my camera open because I would write it down in my notes And I didn't want them to think that like I was being like that careless co-op that's on her phone But no, I like legitimately write stuff on my notes and now so you can remember. Yeah, now I'm trying to write stuff down on sticky notes rather than my notes and people know that like I'm not like Just like like not listening. I'm literally just trying to keep track of what you're saying and like, like you're not purposely dis like Like I'm not dissing like sis go not by, dissing. Like, What's that called? Honestly, I don't know my words. Yes. <laughs> ちょっと、ちょっと、ちょっと、ちょっと、ちょっと、ちょっと、ちょっと、ちょっと、ちょっと、ちょっと、ちょっと、ちょっと、ちょっと、ちょっと、ちょっと、ちょっと、ちょっ
Have you seen like a small shark though? Because you know, I've never seen well, it. Sharks come in like different species, like as most animals do. But the smallest sharks you can find them in um, like aquariums, like in Chinese stores and stuff. Like they're like this big and stuff. But you can buy one. They're, and they're technically sharks. I know people do it in the US. I don't know if it's legal though. But do I people, know you can buy it. They have sharks as pets, right? Some people do. Because they're not considered like sharks. Like, I mean, no, they're, like, they're, they are sharks. Like, they're under that. Sharks, but not like. But they're not like the ones that you find in the fucking They're not like ocean. pointy teeth vampire type, you know? Yeah.